Hi, I'm Clara, and this is the Practice with Clara podcast, where we go into yoga philosophy and how it makes your life better. Subscribe to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. You're sitting with Clara and my co-host, Steph. And then this today, we have a very special treat, Andrea Freeman from New York, who's a mindful business coach. And we thought, since so many of our listeners are also business owners, that we would have a live uh, coaching session with Andrea. So, Andrea, thank you so much for being on the show and welcome to awesome Practice with Clara. Here. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks so much for having or for making the time. And so, yeah, we thought we'd get right into it. We'd uh, we'd uh, have Andrea kind of go over what it is, um, what or helping me with being a better business business owner. And Steph is on here as well because Steph is our full time employee and has been with us since the beginning. So we want to talk about expansion and how to grow and and how to move from here. So Andrea, take it away, sister. Awesome. So super excited to be here with you guys. Um, and this is this is what I love doing. I love helping creative female entrepreneurs to build mindful businesses that work for all parts of their lives so that they can really thrive in their business and in their life. So I am happy to dive in and see what you guys want to work through and just get down to it. Great. Great. Cool. <laughs> okay. So we just want to start with really an intention here for the session and what you guys have going on in your business and just give a little bit of context. So I think, um, you know, just for everyone to be on the same page, if you can tell me what's going on business wise and what you're wanting to look at, that would be great. Okay, great. So, uh, in terms of business, uh, about a year ago, we launched our, uh, we have an online platform where we, where we have yoga classes and meditation and mantra. And um, I've been running my own business for about 16 years, but hadn't put it online. I've been doing either live, I've been doing all live events pretty much. And so my husband and I uh, launched this last year and then Steph came on board um, to help us with copy and pretty much everything as startups happen. So Steph came in on January and then uh, became a full-time employee officially she'd been a contractor before um, in September. And so um, where we are right now is we've essentially had a year in, you know, and we've also launched apps. And now we're looking to, uh, to build and grow our community uh, to, we're essentially trying to take it to the next level. So we've gotten, I feel like we're good with operations and we've got a, we've got a flow going. And now what we're looking for is kind of how do we, like, how do we take the next step? And this is like the perfect time of year in terms of reflection for that. So, so thrilled. And, and Steph, if you have anything you want to add to that, feel free. Um, yeah, I feel like since, especially in COVID, I feel like the growth has been like so, fa like so fast and unsurmountable. Like before COVID, it was, we were all getting to know each other and how things were going to work. But I think since everything's being pushed online, that's been, I mean, kind of a, like a hindrance in some ways, but also a help because we were able to build more of the practice with Clara apps mm. with more and more people turning to online events and communities. So it's been, there's been a lot of challenges and steep learning curves, but I feel like there's also been a lot of, um, kind of silver linings along yes. the last, you know, eight months. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. So, 
so if I'm hearing you guys correctly, you guys yes. have launched a year ago with your online community, and that seems to be taking off even more because of our current circumstances, and that you're kind of wanting to not only stabilize, but also continue to grow this community, right? Yes. And so what's the goal of growing the community? What does that make available for you guys personally and for your businesses? Great question. So the biggest... Hmm. That's a, I was like, my mind is going in five different directions. So let me like pull it back in. Can you ask the question again, Andrea? Yeah. I also just had a baby six months ago. So let me just say that as well. That that baby brain, it doesn't ever leave. This is just a stay. Just so you know. I was like, I had five things and then I was like, and then I was like, okay, Andrea. So this is the other thing that's super real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a baby on board. This is great. Um, so, and that, that's like a whole additional layer, right? To yes. why it would be beneficial to stabilize, but in a, in a growth space, not stagnate, but to stabilize in, in a space that can continue to evolve that feels sustainable, right? And sustainable is the right word, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So is that the goal? You want this to feel sustainable? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. great. And so the um, idea is that we want to we want to grow. Thank you. We want to grow, but like uh, uh, practice with Clara. The site is me, right? Mm-hmm. So I I create all the content, but I'm also like a new mom. So mm-hmm. one of our learning curves that Steph's kind of talking about is like trying to find the right balance between me sh- shooting content and like taking care of the baby and doing all that, and then uh, my husband Alejandro and Steph do a lot of the back end in order to kind of like the operations having everything kind of moving forward so Mm -hmm. we're trying to we're like still working on the balance of of how to grow but also make it in a sustainable way because i there's only a certain amount of hours in the day and Mm -hmm. okay okay and i know that before we started recording we were chatting a little bit and you were saying time management sales and delegation seem to be the three areas that you guys are wanting to focus right yes Yes. Okay. I'm, and the, yeah, the biggest thing I would say that has always been um, for me is because generally I was doing, I was doing this by myself. So I did every single thing. And so I would work, you know, seven days a week, many, many hours. And I, I have a very good work ethic, but now the, I, d- I just don't have that much time because I am, um, I want to uh, be taking care of my, my little ones. So they're there. I need to get better at uh, yeah, delegating what needs to be done because my always my first and uh, my first initial response to everything is like I'll do it, mm-hmm. right? But then it doesn't get done. As Steph yeah. will definitely say to that. And so, how do I step back and like understand? Okay, I don't need to do everything. And and you know, like what are some tools to be able to delegate? I guess would Got be it. a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think if we really because each of these is so big on its own, but if yeah. we look at delegation that that will kind of spill over into the other two and affect the like if you're empowered in your delegation house let's say yes that's like an astrological house <laughs> um then you are going to see growth and you're going to see movement in all the other spaces so let's just right. focus on that for this session and okay. you know see what opens up so when you think about delegating in your business what is there for you what, how does that feel for you? What, and what does it look like right now? I would say that it's definitely hard for me because I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. 
And also, again, because I am the brand and because it is the thing that I've been doing myself for so long that I feel like I have a hard time like letting go of the biggest thing is I have a hard time letting go of uh, of all the tasks that need to be done, specifically when it comes to branding or, you know, um, the look or the feel. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what I've been working with more of is like learning how to trust and to soften into it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what might um, happen if you let go? That I might not get the product that I'm looking for. Okay. And what would that mean? That would mean that I would let my community down. And what would that mean? And that would mean that I would be disappointed. Okay. And what would happen yeah. if you're disappointed? Um, what would happen if I was disappointed? I, I, I don't know if this goes off, but the first thing that shows up around that is that I would not be... Um, like living my potential or offering offering the the greatest the greatest gift that I can give. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. You wouldn't be self-expressed. Yes, self-expressed. Right. Thank you. Mhm. Mm. Great. So, just sit with that feeling because this is often what we are trying to avoid when we are managing everything ourselves and trying right. to make it you know to our standard not necessarily perfect but to our standard right we know what we want we have the vision it would take longer to explain it to someone else than to just do it myself we're just in that space right yes. it's a very like mind racy kind of logical and analytical place to be coming from there's there's not a lot of freedom for just being in our business right Yes. And as a result, the energy starts to get a little stagnant. We start to feel a little stifled. We start to feel like maybe something's a little bit off and we're not quite sure what it is because we're just tending to so many things. And if I just get this one little thing and this one little thing and those little things stack stack up and stack up. Oh my up, gosh. Right? So just, and if it makes sense for you to do so, you close your eyes and just be with that feeling of things piling up. It doesn't, you know, feel like I can go to anybody else because I've been doing it for so long. I'm the brand. Not sure anybody can do it exactly the way I want. And I can do it so quickly anyway. Oh, but now this other thing. Oh, now I have to do that thing too. And then it's midnight. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Exactly. So what, tell me about that feeling. What's there for you? Like physically. It, uh, it almost feels like I'm running to catch up and it's like uh, like my heart is beating faster and there's like a <gasps> kind of feeling around it. Like a breathlessness? Yes, breathlessness, mm-hmm. exactly. Thank mm-hmm. you. And we can only be in our businesses for so long without breathing. <laughs> yes. Right? We can go without a lot of things for, for quite some time, actually. We can skip meals. We can not exercise for a few days, but we can go just moments without breathing. So to be breathless in our business, yes, it's like our business is literally suffocating us, right? Yes. And this starts to feel like 
a little bit like we're at the effect of our business or our business is running us and we're not running it, right? Yes. And then we're starting to seep into all of this stuff. Like, like I'm very capable. I can't let my business run. So then we try to like muscle up, right? All right. Yes. I can figure this out. So this kind of thinking, this more like muscling up, this more doing, it's going to keep us spinning our wheels. It's going to keep us going in that same direction. So if we just sit with this feeling, this breathlessness, this, uh, you know, almost like inability to reach out for the support. And if you can just look back for yourself and see when is the first time in your life, follow it back like a thread in time or a railroad track. When is the first time in your life that you remember feeling this breathlessness, this inability to reach out and ask for the support that you need? Wow, I think I'm like six or seven years old. Mm -hmm. And um, the memory that's coming, uh, we'll see whether or not it's relevant, but the memory is coming is that I'm at school and I, um, I'm like, I'm telling everybody how great my dad is and that my dad says this and my dad says that and they're telling me, you know, <laughs> stop, uh, like, all you do is talk about your dad. And it was um, just having done some work around this with my therapist. This was like a large part of me being like, I'm okay. I can do everything myself. Like I'm independent. Like I have, I have, you know, a guide who's teaching me and, um, uh, and then I'm able to, I'm able to do it on my own. And I think I'm six or seven. Okay. So stay with this the point. six year old um, yeah. and how she feels when her friends are like, you're always talking about your dad. <laughs> what, what happened right there? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a feeling of disappointment and a lack of support that I can't be myself. Mm, I can't be myself. Okay. Great. Mm hmm. And so is that something you said to yourself in that moment or what exactly? Yeah, I think just kind of reflecting on it right now is uh, like one of, like I would say like one of my beliefs is that I, I, I can't depend on anybody and I need to do it myself. And maybe uh, just kind of riffing off of, of this, um, of this memory is that, uh, because I was made fun of, of having support that maybe I didn't, I pushed it away and said I could do it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's what I, I'm getting and just tell me if this feels Great. like, you know, it resonates for you. You're there with these, this community of friends that you are like so excited to share this thing, right? Your dad is awesome. And you're like, he's amazing. Listen to this. He does this. He does this. And they're like, whoa tone it down, right? Like yeah. you're just going on and on. We don't need to hear that much about him. And in that moment, you're like, I can't be myself. It's not safe. I might not be accepted. Yes. Right? Right? 
I might not fit in. Something like that. Like how a six-year-old would say it, right? Like, cause like it, it, the, this kind of gets into a little bit of those foundational decisions and our kind of subconscious mind where we go and then are operating from and we're taking that forward. And it, it is in loving kindness that we put together this barrier of like wanting to be accepted by our community and then yes. we go forward for the rest of our lives kind of censoring ourselves so that we can feel that acceptance, right? And yes. often how this can show up is a little bit of perfectionism and needing to do everything <laughs> ourselves. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so this is perfect. And I really truly believe that our strength for our business and for all parts of our lives really comes from turning inward, seeing our uniqueness and letting that really shine, right? And we can yes. only do that by looking at the parts that we love and the parts that we need to heal. Today, we're looking at a healing part. And this will give you, I mean, so much traction, right? So yes. that six-year-old, if we could just hang out with her for just a little bit longer, and we could bring to that situation with the friends around, were you on the playground? Were you in the classroom? Where, where were you? I was in the locker room. In the locker room. Okay. Um, so, you know, you're in that space and there's like no adults around, right? Yes. No adults around, right? No. It's just kids. It's just kids. Yeah. If we could bring someone into that space, if it is a superhero or a favorite mm. relative or a higher, you know, more advanced version of yourself, bring that person into the space with that six-year-old version of you. Mm -hmm. And when they're there... Tell me who it is. It's the older version of me. Okay. Okay. So what is she going to tell this six-year-old who just wants to fit in and be accepted about how this is going and what it means? Not what she thinks it means, but mm -hmm. what it means. Well, I think the first thing that shows up is, uh, or I wish I had known then is, is that uh, a lot of times when people say things out of defense, it's because it's reflecting something back to them that they're uncomfortable with. And so for um, my friends, right, it was uncomfortable because maybe they didn't feel the same way about their parents or what have you, or, you know, and so... Um, and so to understand that this is coming from a place of pain or discomfort and and to understand or recognize that it's it's not ours and that we can be proud of, you know, whatever it is that we want to be proud of. And in this moment, it is our father or, you know, the yeah, our father. And so um, to allow that not necessarily to wash away, but like to not take it on. Yeah. And, yeah. to, and to sit with, like, it's okay that I feel this way and it's okay that they feel this way. And, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't have to take it on, but yeah. I did want to yeah. be so accepted, you know? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is, and this is not to erase the, that, that six-year-old's feelings were hurt. Yes. And, and there was a lot of disappointment and probably sadness and that that's okay for it to be there. I think that often when we do this kind of deep work that there is a tendency 
to kind of sugarcoat or need to, to make everything positive. It's okay yes. for the two things to be in the space, for there to be yes. sadness and disappointment and to have that elevated perspective that a six-year-old didn't quite honestly probably have the capacity to grasp, that an adult yep. would have needed to say, that's other people's reactions and that's not about you. That's not your stuff. Yeah. That's their, that's their emotional work to deal with, right? Yes. So, but we don't know that, right? So we bring it forward. We bring it's forward true. this, like, I want to, I want to belong. I want to, I want to make people happy. I want people to feel like part of this community, this whole thing, right? And we're trying to get it right. And that, that's a lot of efforting. So how can we then have space for this six-year-old now in this mm -hmm. business who wants to belong and wants to experience being part of community and being accepted and also safely understand the boundaries, uh, you know, and that it's safe to show up just for the desire to experience showing up fully as myself. Right. Like what would that place, you know, being in that place make available now in this business? I'm just processing what you said. Yes, it And so essentially the question is of how can essentially all aspects of myself kind of arrive and be accepted in this moment or in this business. Mm -hmm. The first thing that shows up or what's showing up in this moment is the, um, that it's okay to depend on other people and be excited about others. Uh, and also to be, um, huh, I don't know if that's where it's going. <laughs> I think I'm overthinking it now. Let's see. I don't know, Andrea, maybe I, can you ask it again or maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there might be, there might be some, other work to do with this, right? This is really, <laughs> really deep. I, it, and, and this is the thing, this is the beauty about this kind of work that like, I mean, I have so very often when it comes to people being visible in their business, whether that's marketing or sales, where we eventually at some point run up into some block about safety, about yes. being seen, right? And so this part of ourselves we can also do some other work, you know, there's maybe some other work to do kind of offline, right? Where we can really lean more into honoring and nurturing those feelings of that six-year-old. Yes. And so I'll just throw this out there. Um, you yes. Know, you might have your own practice, but if that looks like writing a letter to that six-year-old mm -hmm. from that higher version of yourself and letting mm -hmm. her know that it's okay, right? Yes. And also, um, it might mean writing a letter to some of the adults who maybe should have been in that space. Like there can be a lot of feelings, right? That you kind of need to deal with. 
Yes. And to write it and not judge it and let it like just flow out of you because when we are keeping those feelings inside, they, yes. it just gets all messy, right? <laughs> it yes. gets messy in a lot of areas of our life, not just in our businesses. So I would express that, express that, express that. And then I would do some sort of practice when you're ready, whether, you know, if you meditate with it to like, just really feel it. And when you're ready to release it, whether that looks like you are, you know, burning it in a fire or yes, se- sending it to the moon. I don't know, you know, just send it out there in the world in some way. Some people bury it, some people, you know, like yes. there's all kinds of ways to do it. I love to do the fire because I think that Me that's too. a real release. Um, and then, you know, we're, we've really processed, we've really felt those feelings uh, I feel like we're maybe a little bit under a time constraint right now to really like do all of this. Um, so there's that piece of it. And then when you felt all of those feelings, we can bring that six-year-old into this business and it is okay to honor and express how she would want to be seen, which is because if she hadn't made that decision about yes. wanting to be accepted you know, you went into that conversation fully who you were, yes. right? And in that moment made a decision that you needed to be some other way and then continued on the road, right? Yes. So if we can bring that version of you that is okay to be you, like warts and all, right. to yes. your business, and give yourself space. Now, this isn't about like trying to put a Band-Aid on top or show up, uh, you know, some other way that's like not on brand, but just room for it to be however it is, right? Yes. And for there to be like visible like signs of growth and development and all of that because that makes more available to your audience that that's okay. That it doesn't have to be such a polished veneer right yes yes and that it's safe for all of that to be in the space right because when it's safe for you it's safe for everybody oh yes yeah yeah so now as far as how this is like showing up with delegating there's another side of it that when you are not feeling that it's safe to delegate, you're also not letting others show up as fully as they can in their own special and unique way that they're clearly put here to support you. Yes. And you're just like holding them a little bit at arm's length, right? Like, I got it. You guys just hang out over there. I'm going to do this. So we can develop a practice and... I look at all businesses as really a practice yes. and, and, a, and a development and an evolution and an unfolding of getting more comfortable with letting yourself be supported and with letting other people show up as the fullest, most authentic version of themselves. Yes. Right? But the, your access to being fully self-expressed and being visible and being seen in your business is actually empowering other people to be there for you. Yes. Does that feel like? 
that feels great. Okay. Awesome. That feels really good. (laughs) Heck yes. Um, so (laughs) let's just figure out like a little bit of a structure. So there's like all the feeling side and that's great to figure out what the next thing is to do. And then I think it's really helpful for it to have some structure to it, some way that we're going to keep it alive. Right. Yes. So I think that this might be where you and Stephanie can really look at what would that really look like? Yes. What are you most excited to accept support about? And Stephanie, what are you most excited to express in this business? So let's start, Clara. What are you most excited to accept support with? Uh, I'm most excited to accept support with, uh, the biggest thing is to create and to create and brainstorm to make, to make the next step really awesome and exciting, not only for our community, but for us, like for us behind the scenes, like for, for our team is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like my biggest vision is that I want to, I w- I want to not only inspire those that we are, um, that we are service serving, uh, to be the best that they can be, but also for us to be the best that we can be. And for our community, our team to be, to feel like a family. And then for that to spill out into our community that we, even though we're online, that we feel like a family. Okay. And so. So what I went would really that big. Look like? That's yeah, that's really really big. Like, how would we know we're like looking at Andrea? And I'm like, goal? I went really big. You're like <laughs> no, asking for. Okay, it's really good. It's really good. And I think that when we have a big vision, it's really helpful to then kind of reverse engineer. Thank you. So that we can make it measurable. When when our goals are measurable, it it takes a lot of the emotion out of it, and yes. it's going to help you guys determine whether you're like hitting the mark or not. Yes. So, so what would that look like? Okay. As far so what, as something that could be measurable. There's your experience. I want you guys yes. to have your experience. Yeah. No, and I love that. if you don't have like a really defined core values of what you want your experience to be like just being in your business, I would highly suggest doing that work. To just yeah. have like a little blurb or a bulleted list of like what your core values are, what your business is about, as far as being in your business. Your, yes. What your business is about for others is a whole other thing. There might yes. be some overlap, but it's good to have that defined. Yes, but we how, have that defined. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. How yeah. how will you know that you are allowing yourself to be supported? in yes. your creative brainstorming and creating this big vision that you have for your business. Great. So um, it would be more on like the day-to-day thing. So the biggest ways in terms of like actionable items would be um, like, and the biggest things that Steph supports with is like writing most of the copy, um, uh, helping and helping with uh, like the social media schedule, um, and kind of keeping me, the biggest thing is helping keep me on track because I am a visionary and I can, I kind of go off and I'm like thinking big and like it's, and you know, Steph's like 
it's Friday. Like we're expecting some, uh, some of those, those, uh, action items done. So helping me stay on track and kind of tethering me back into the day to day is really helpful because I do, I kind of, I'm, uh, I, uh, I kind of, I'm not a goldfish, but like a little puppy where I'm like, Oh, squirrel here, <laughs> tree here. And then I just, all of a sudden I'm doing, you know, I'm making the playlist or I'm, you know, I, I'm working on the blog or doing whatever, but I don't, it's hard for me to stay. Like I have to write lists out in order to kind of stay anchored. If not, mm -hmm. then I just kind of do it all over the board. So the biggest way to support me is to hold me accountable, which stuff has been uh, really good at uh, recently. And then um, to help me kind of stay on track because if not, because I'm so used to working alone, I just kind of do things when I remember to do them, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> So you guys probably would really benefit from a structured schedule for for micro and macro projects, probably. Like yes. you want to set up a calendar, essentially, yes. where you have dates or appointments to check in. And, you know, I put them on a calendar in a really exciting way. It's not like, you know, checking in with the number. Like, this is, like, so daunting. But put it in a way that, like, excites you and calls you to be your, you know, show up in your best version of yourself in that meeting. And you want to do that. If it's not a daily, do you have a daily meeting to kick off your day? No, we do one a weekly. Okay. I would do a session each morning, which sounds time consuming, but it's literally like a 10 minute check-in yeah. where you say, where you each say like your promises for the day. Yes. Because that is going to start having you both live in the space of accountability. Yes. And if you're someone who can get very easily distracted and I get it, I am like that big picture thinker and I definitely need people to be like, um, excuse me, we said we were doing this today. Um, like that's also going to help you and it's going to help Steph because she's going to know, like she's going to be involved in the big picture as yes. well as the running of the day to day. Right. Like yes. it's going to have you guys be more in partnership, more in lockstep and it's going to build that trust. Okay. Great. Thank you. That's helpful. We had done that a while back and then we stopped, um, yeah. I know it's My not partner. a sexy solution, right? Like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more like all of our days kind of start very differently. So it's, uh, it's like finding the right, the right time for all yeah. of us. It doesn't actually even have to always be, it could be an end of the day meeting where you make mm -hmm. your promises for the next day. Oh, that's a good one. And, you know, you can, you can play with it, but I think that it's important. And this is actually the most important time to set up your next day. So if you are going through your day, like I'm, you were talking about checklists, like making checklists to ground yourself. Yes. I am always running around with like a little capture tool pad thing. Um, I have it all go into one place because I know a lot of people can put it in a million. I would lose track of that Same. so quickly. Uh, it, it's always the same one. And then at the end of the day, dumping that out into my calendar so that my tomorrow is set up for success today. Yes, that's a good one. office until we are on track and knowing what tomorrow is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that things don't come up. And I know as a new mom, like things are always going to come up. Mm -hmm. And you can be flexible and move things around. But you have a plan, and then you also have a teammate who can execute a, a lot of things. 
Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, what's due. And then you'll be able to more clearly identify where you just continually are not getting to things. This yes. doesn't seem to be something that I enjoy doing. I thought I wanted to do it, but I'm not really. I keep pushing it off. I keep pushing this one thing off. I'm either not going to do this in my business, and it's okay to say I had an idea, but I'm really, it turns out, not that excited about it. Yes. Let it go or delegate it. Those are the yes. two choices. Okay, let it go or delegate. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. That was helpful. Yay. <laughs> so... What does it look like now, Steph, for you? How does that feel on your side? Um, well, great. Like I just listening to everything, I think some big things that are coming up for me is A, like because I've been practicing with Clara for like six years and up until a year ago, Clara's product was in person. And now you're taking like, an in-person identity and you're dispersing it online and there's a huge shift that occurs I would think in like a fear of how you're being presented when you're handing off literally your identity to another person I totally get that and I've seen other businesses as they start growing it gets too big and the people who were showing up for the person you don't feel like it's an authentic community anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's why, like I've worked for other companies that were like that. They got to a certain place and it's awesome to build and grow, but then it feels more like a corporation and less of a community, a family, as Claire is saying. Yeah. So it's it's why I love working with the Practice with Claire team. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I think, like my passion is um, storytelling. And I was teaching yoga full-time before transitioning into this role because I don't like being visible. I would much rather be behind the scenes, spreading the message in more subtle ways and promoting, like Clara was my voice as a teacher. She trained me. Mm -hmm. So now I get to do what I love, but in a less overt way. And that's more suitable to my personality. So it's a great match. It's just like, I, I personally feel it. It's, it's trust because I, if I were in Clara's position, I would be hesitant for so many reasons and like taking my voice that was in a room with hundreds of people to the internet with thousands of people. That's a massive transition to make in just a year, not even a year in my opinion. Like it's been eight, nine months. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing that is, it's been fun trying and uh, is like where our community has landed. Mm -hmm. Like what where like is it Facebook is it podcast is it Instagram is it our uh the practice with Clara app like mm -hmm. figuring out where our people live and where they want to go and be a part of the family mm -hmm. is I think what we've been trying out for the last eight months totally. and it's yeah like it's just figuring out like where for me it's like where is Clara's voice best like where is she able to stand on a mountain and it to just like ripple through the valley for people to hear her because she has such gems of knowledge. Mm. Like I just want to like blow butterflies at people like here she is. Oh but my where goodness. are our people? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's why I love working with you. I am yeah. so loving what I'm hearing. This is the perfect recipe for partnership. And for each of you to be able to amplify the other in a way, right? To allow her to, to 
I mean, she's a wordsmith. Did we just hear all of that beautiful messaging? Like, she's going to make you sound good. You already sound good. She's going to make you sound better. <laughs> Right? Like, it's true. It's and, true. And she's going to she's gonna get that message out there when you're tired and when you need to be able to be free to be a mom and when you don't have the time because you need to be able to think about the bigger vision. So it's just a matter of like giving it some structure for what you want it to look like. Go back to your data. Look at where people are resonating the most. Go deep in one area. Master one area. Like nail that voice in that space. Yeah. And then yes. pick another, right? Like we don't have to eat the whole whale in one bite. <laughs> We're yeah. just going to pick like one specific focus area, whether that's for a quarter, whether that's for a whole year, and then yes. reassess. Like just whatever feels right for you guys, set up a structure for where you want to go deep and when you're going to check in about it again. Yes. And what it looks like to actually go deep. Does that mean we're doing one blog post? Does that mean you're really leaning more on the podcast? Is that more on the online platform? Like figure out that space because I think you're trying to funnel people to this community. So where are you having the most impact and where can you amplify that? That's that's the first goal. Yes, because I think what's been happening, my husband was just saying this, um, is that we, we've like we've dug a lot of holes, but we're not getting a well right now. And we are we've like really spread ourselves. Um, that's literally like what we're going to be assessing in the next couple of weeks is like, where are we really making the most impact? And like, let's put our energy towards there because, um, yeah, I mean, we started this podcast because uh, COVID happened and we were missing community and we wanted to literally talk to our community. So that's how this started. But like now this is taking quite a bit of time and we still have the content and the blog and the, you know, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, Alejandro has literally been saying like, we need to kind of narrow in. So yeah. I love that you're also. This you're... is so, I mean, this is a common mistake. And I, and I want to say it's a mistake because there's a lot of learning because when you go back and you look at the, the data, not yes. how you feel about all of the things that you're doing, but when you look at the data, you look at the engagement, you look at where your audience is growing, you are going to be able to see where you should focus. Yes. Okay. It's there. Yeah. The information, the decision, the, the guidance is always in the data when you are also lining that up with your intuition, what's feeling right. When those two things come together, you know, if you look at the data and you're like, boy, that is not the thing I want to do. I'd be really surprised if it was the thing you don't want to do because where you're showing up in your most authentic form, your most creative and self-expressed is usually where people are going to be resonating with you most. Yes, I agree. So, but look at the data so that it, yes. you know, takes it out of just like a feeling that you're having and then, yeah, just go deep. This is, it made a huge difference in my business when I ran my event planning business, when I stopped doing the things that I thought I should be doing and only focused on the things that were in complete alignment with my purpose and who I really, really am. And that is what led me to be a business coach. That is what I love to bring to entrepreneurs who are trying to scale, who are trying to build the bigger vision because you do want to go deep. That's the thing. When you're really concerned with building community, when that's your passion, it's because you like going deep with people. So you yes. have to just focus in that space and you will eventually have a lot of different 
kind of iterations of that community. You'll have yes. your people who like being on Facebook. You'll have your people who want to see you on YouTube. You'll have your people who want to listen to you on your uh, podcasts. You'll have all of those things. It's just a matter of getting them to the point of sustainability, getting them yes. to the point where you guys feel like you have the systems and structures in place to have it be manageable, and then you can go on to another thing. You're speaking my husband's language. <laughs> well, see, he's here. He's here. <laughs> he is. I was like, it's so awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you, Andrea. It's like so, yeah. Yeah, and it is. It feels like sometimes it's overwhelming and you want to go in so many different directions and you're like, which way is the right way? And I think, yeah, I think checking out where people are responding is a, a wonderful kind of way to move forward. Because sometimes, yeah, if we just move on emotion, um, then I feel like there's more reason for doubt, which mm-hmm. I feel like is can be a very large hindrance when running a business, when yeah. doubt comes into play. Yeah. And and none of this that we just said negates the, the stuff that we were talking about doing with like the six-year-old self and kind of yes. resolving those emotions because, you know, you're going to have to show up. Wherever you decide to go deep, you're going to have to show up. And so you have to kind of process all of that to be able to go deep, to really be able to go and for it to not feel like a lot of work. You'll be able to go live without having to do, you know, like a lot of prep work. You'll be, you'll feel comfortable in your voice, in your skin to show up and do the, the work that there is to do to get the message out there because you've, you've processed all of that. I love, so, uh, yes, 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 yes. And, and this is something that Steph and I and Alejandro all feel is like, you can't just, it's not just one aspect of your life, all aspects of your life ripple out into all aspects of your life. And so, uh, I wasn't expecting when we sat down to have a conversation with my six-year-old self. I mean, I love her. I talked to her a lot with my therapist. So it's awesome to also bring her, uh, into the business forum because she's an aspect of me and I, I, and we are the business. So to be mindful and aware of like what we're showing up with and to have done, like you said, the work and the processing allows us to, to go and excel further. And especially when building community, Mm. right? Because, um, a large part and be interesting. I actually wanted to ask you this afterwards in terms of using the word mindful in your, in your title, right? It's like, this is what we do. Like our whole thing is to be mindful and to ask the bigger questions of ourselves so that we can show up, being the best humans in whatever hat we're wearing that day. And so um, just, I'd love you to share maybe your, your, a bit of your journey with our, with us in terms of like how, because most people don't say mindful business coach, they would be a business coach. Mm. And so, um, you know, would you mind sharing a little bit of, of where that showed up for you? Yeah. Yeah. So I have found, um, I was always into personal development. It was something, I mean, I had grew up in one of those families where mom took us all to family therapy at a very young age. And so processing mm-hmm. my emotions was like not something that ever seemed like scary or that you shouldn't do. Like it was always open to it. But for me, when I really launched out into business and I had a, a number of different businesses, you know, starting at 12 years old with the babysitting, which was, you know, not the most successful operation. Um, but <laughs> then, you know, going to culinary school, starting a catering company, becoming an event planner, now transitioning, uh, you know, into business coaching. It has always 
been something that, um, it was like something I was doing over there, right? And I was trying to be in my business and use what I'd learned about myself over there, but just focus on business, like strategy, strategy. It was a lot of doing, a lot of like taking courses, working with coaches, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But I just finally got really, really clear after I became a mother that I didn't have space for anything that wasn't truly me. And so that mm. meant I had to get really, really clear about who I was and who I was now, not who I was when I started my business, not who I, you know, not at any other point. And to kind of become adept at always checking in with myself about who I am and what's resonating for me and what version of, you know, is my best self and how to bring that version of me to my business. Because yes. when I started kind of just, I mean, I really took like a machete to my business in a lot of ways. And I started cutting services that were industry standards and that I thought I should be offering and just really trued up to what was in alignment for me with my like purpose that really goes far beyond my business. Like what I really feel like I'm here to offer on the planet. And yes. I have been able to then carry that forward from business to business. And so I think that there is like this kind of first part of the process. I, you know, I use this method that I call the host method. It's like my kind of proprietary um, methodology where people kind of dig into the H's for honoring your why, the O is owning who you truly are, the S is shifting your perspective, whatever those practices are or things that you need to do to clear away those limiting beliefs and then to take inspired action. So in going through that cycle, I was able to create a business that worked for my life, that had a yes. farther reach, that had much more impact. And now I'm not only doing that, you know, I've moved on past events and now I'm being able to bring that to other people in their businesses. And I mm -hmm. love that business of business conversations light me up. I think that there's so many, um, parts of ourselves that we can access when we dive into who we're being in our business and yes. that that creates so much room for us to just learn who we are to to make a bigger impact in the world to make more money to have our life be more sustainable to just have everything be more in flow and so that is what lights me up is having these conversations with business owners. That's just like, I could talk about this stuff all day. Is, is our time up? Because I, I feel like we're just getting started. <laughs> we are just getting started. <laughs> but I, I mean, I joke around that, you know, people can really let their personal evolution fuel their business revolution because... Mm -hmm. There's a lot of access to where you can be most powerful in your business when you look at what's making you tick, what's going on. Like, I mean, it's not logical to think that I'm not wanting to market my business or I'm a little bit scared to show up because of something that happened when I was six years old. Yes. Right? And so we could spend a lot of time, you know, on the couch, you know, and, and therapy is great. It's really, really great. And I've done a lot of it. When you have somebody who's focused on bringing it together with a business, when you have yes. somebody who understands that that work is valuable 
and that looking at the prosperity and the function and the sustainability doesn't only demand on how you're building your sales funnel and yes. you know it helps you choose the strategies that are right for you because you've really looked at all facets of yourself so i think you know this may be strong words but i think that it's hard to be profitable and to be successful if you're not bringing all of yourself to your business I agree. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, <laughs> the other thing in that is because, especially right now, our industry is so saturated. Mm -hmm. If you're not showing up in a way that's yes. unique to you because of your authenticity, everyone's doing the same thing. Like there's so many, there's so much online exercise and yoga available to people right now. And there's a lot of different tactics used to get attention. I was just having this conversation with my sister. Um, so it, that genuine demeanor is going to draw people in because it will be unique. It won't feel like the same pitch that, you know, a, a lot of other people are doing. Yeah, it's, it is exactly how your ideal customer or client recognizes that you're for them. Yes. When you're being fully yourself. So, so, I mean, we can wake up and we can put the mask on and that'll attract, you know, a certain level of audience, you know, but it won't be the one that feels like really, really good inside. And that's what it's all about. It's all about having yes. a business that feels as good as it looks. Yes. Yes. You know, because at the Andrea. end of the day, it's just, it's about how, how you can, you know, what makes you go to bed easy yeah. at night, right? Yeah. And what makes you feel like you have purpose and that you are uh, serving from your highest place? Mm -hmm. For yeah. me, that's like the way that I think about it is that I feel, yeah, that I feel like I am, I'm offering something that is true, that is real for me. And I may resonate or may not, depending upon, like mm -hmm. you said, um, the person or the client. Yeah. That was awesome. That was so inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. Like, Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, I love this personal evolution for your business revolution. Or did I do it the other way around? Let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Bumper I love that. Bumper yeah, stickers. I know. I was like, I was like, where do I get that sticker? I'm in. I was like, better put that on a post-it for in my bathroom when I'm brushing my teeth. Oh my <laughs> yes, yes. Please carry the message far and wide because we just need more of that in business, right? I think we do. that especially now. The other thing that's happening is that not only have we had time to be home and gain clarity about who we are and what lights us up, but so is the market. You know, everyone yes. is home thinking about what resonates for them, what makes them tick and what they value. So I think it's more important than ever to show up in our truest, most authentic version of ourselves because people are really shopping for that. People are really yeah. searching for that. Yes. So I yes. think that's the future of, you know, of marketing, really, at least for the next oh. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you so thank much for you. taking the time, Andrea. Where can we, where <laughs> yeah. can people find you? This was amazing. What do you, tell us about what you're up to these yeah, days. Yeah, so I've got a couple of things going on. I actually just turned 40 this year. And so. Me too. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like set free, you know, yes. by this milestone birthday. I'm like super, super Yay. jazzed about it. So I'm celebrating and I'm actually um, doing 40 free coaching sessions. So if anyone is interested wow. in that, um, you know, obviously we can talk about it, working together if that feels right for you. Um, but if anyone's interested in that, you can go over to um, my Instagram has the, the portal to be able to uh, get to my online schedule or in book a session. Um, Great. So, and I'm doing those before January 9th. So, okay. Chop, chop. Perfect. <laughs> yes. So um, Andrea's going to give us all the information right now, but also know that um, we'll have it all written out wherever you're listening to the podcast. We'll have it in the write up so you're able to get to the link. But Andrea, tell us everything. Keep going, sister. <laughs> So, okay, so there's those sessions, but there's also like a really great, I am also very, very much about community. So if you want to be part of a community of creative entrepreneurial women and be supported and feel like you have a tribe, I have a Facebook group and that yes. is called the Up Level Collective. And hopefully yes. you guys can see Clara there also. I'll be there. I'm joining. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So you know how that works. It's <laughs> facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash up level collective, all one word, Beautiful. up level collective. Love the name. Yeah. Love the name. Yes. So thank you so much, Andrea, for taking the time um, and for for diving in and for giving our listeners a sense of like, what does a coaching session look like? Also for me, that was amazing. <laughs> Awesome. And, uh, and, uh, so thankful. I, I, I took away so many great tools from that and, um, yeah, I'm excited to join the group and, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to <laughs> see where you. you guys go with this. Absolutely. <laughs> Us too. Thank you so much. And Steph, always a pleasure to sit with you and, and to work with you. I'm so happy that we're about to actually uh, close a year of, of, of working together and it's been a joy. We've really appreciated having you on the team. So thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for saying mm -hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Those of us listening to the podcast, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Practice with Clara app. That's mine. I've created almost 100 yoga classes for you to do at home or on the go. And they're available to you on your favorite device, including mobile, desktop, and TV. These classes include vinyasa, slow flow, hatha, restorative, yin, mantra, meditation, I also just had a baby, so I created prenatal yoga for all four trimesters. So head over to clararobertsoss.com slash join to learn more. Or search for the Practice with Clara app at your favorite app store. There's a seven-day free trial, so no commitment. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We've got lots of good stuff in store for you. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.